The following audio is via a Skype call. You are listening to Life Design Radio, from adversity to awesome, with me, Susan DiLorenzo. Tune in each month as I join with Dr. Pat and offer up the best tools for pulling the gems from adversity and designing a life you would really love. Have you experienced adversity in your life? Are you ready to leverage it and create a life you really love? No matter where you are in your adversity story, the topics on Life Design Radio are here to inspire, reassure, enlighten, and motivate you. Why wait? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat, and I am here with Susan DiLorenzo. Hi, Susan. Hey, everybody. Hey, Dr. Pat. Great to be with you as always. So look. This is about decluttering our lives, but it's also about what happens when we declutter our lives. And that is we are able to start enjoying it. And you're going to walk us through with the notion of decluttering. And one of the things that I want to say about decluttering is it's the opposite of clutter. (laughs) So I want to start with that for just a moment. Clutter. And the reason that I want to start with that word is because there's another word for it that I talk about, and that is being stuck. Oh, yeah. So clutter is a version of stuck, but on steroids. Right. Keeping us from moving freely. That's Right. right. So let's talk about this for a minute, about the idea of declutter and the other thing that you should that that also relates to this right now very popular in our in our culture is detox so now when we start to put this circle of these three ideas together right Right. declutter detox right what happens is we're pointing to a period of overwhelm for people and you are going to help us get underwhelmed with <laughs> that is my intent here today, Dr. Pat, and I welcome everyone. Uh, definitely stay with us for the full hour. I'm going to share with you four steps to get us on our way where we really, it's an awareness game. All of this stuff is an awareness game. It's easy when it's in your house. You see stacks of magazines <laughs> or things in closets and drawers that you just know aren't serving you that way. But you just say, well, that's what I, that's all I can do. That's all I can do. And we let it go. And we let it go. So today we're going to say no more. No more. This is something we can manage. We just let it overwhelm us. But there are steps that we can take little by little. We don't have to. It's very much like um, in decluttering a room. You don't have to do the whole room. What if you just decided... Once a day, I'm going to remove a magazine (laughs) off of that stack. And it's just about taking smaller steps. And then what happens one day is you look back, let's say a month from, from when you started, and you see progress. And that's what all of this is about. And that's exactly what life coaching, uh, working with a life coach is about. You don't have overnight transformation, but we get you going on these steps that you, after a certain period of time, if you're taking them and you're staying accountable with us, you start seeing results and you're going to love that. And that's why we're talking about decluttering. We can see it in the outside, but it's, it's just so much easier, isn't it, to naturally go to fix what's outside of us, those, those stacks and the things in our garage and so forth, without considering 
what the root of that is, as Dr. Pat was sharing with us, that there are certain things about overwhelm and depression and frustration that start to make themselves evident in our outside world. So here we are looking around our house and workspace to identify things that no longer are really needed. And what do we do? We usually put that off. And when we finally do it, we wonder why. Why did we wait so long to feel that feeling of freedom and lightness and liberation that decluttering brings? So that same feeling, those feelings of freedom and possibilities for the room are available for us when we let go of intangible things like these destructive habits that we've formed over time. Or as we've talked about in past shows, poor self-esteem, holding on to resentment, or just not expecting a lot out of life, like that's just the best we can do. And so now what? Now what can we do? We can create a life of greater freedom driven by a concrete vision, which we will get to later. So like I said, outer clutter is just a meaningful reflection of what's going on with our mind and our sense of well-being. One informs the other. It's like that age-old phrase, as within, so without. So the focus of this show is centering on calibrating our minds so we can serve um, serve our dreams and desires rather than stifle them and tell ourselves why we can't have this and why we can't have this. This is just the way I am. So just like someone who wants to have a party <laughs> and has to clean out whatever's in their living room and dining room before they can have their friends over and celebrate, we too have to let go of things that we were talking about like resentment and fear and doubt to really enjoy and create a meaningful life rather than just settling and getting by. And you know that feeling when you move through your house and you're kind of staring down something and you can feel your energy drop, can't you, when you're walking by stuff like that? Yeah. One of the things I want to point to, and I want to get back to this because I know you're going to cover it as we move forward. Mm. Two things you say that I want to repeat because yeah. I've been there. Everybody listening to this, I know you relate to this in some way. Mm. Once upon a time, we were clutter-free. Yeah. And then one element showed up. And then another element showed up. And then a third element showed up. And then a fourth element. And I'm not just talking about physical clutter. I'm talking right. about clutter in our minds. Right. And what happens is, unless we decide to clutter our lives all in one hour on one day... <laughs> and fill an entire room, which happens when you move. It starts to happen around us and we don't realize it's happening. And that's why I want to get back to something you said before. To declutter nine times out of 10, we need the help of another to help us. Absolutely. That's why my best friend Linda <laughs> comes here on a regular basis. And yeah. so that's really the basis of this is to say to folks, you're not guilty of anything in no. this. You just don't see it. And it does take another, right? 
It absolutely does. This is a huge reason. I too, Dr. Pat, have people in my lives who I check in with weekly. One of them I check in twice a week. We keep each other on track and motivated. And that's what I do with clients all the time. And it is the game changer. It is. Don't feel bad. It's like uh, being on a diet or, or anything like that. It's really hard to do stuff like that on your own to get well. We all need help. It's nothing, nothing to be ashamed of so you know if you're looking around your house uh, and thinking about should I should do this like this there's there's just most likely an internal clean out that's needed too it's it's a clutter is a it's a sign of derailers like depression confusion overwhelm and I saw this uh, in my own life before my cancer diagnosis and I know that this is so relatable. I want to say to all the population, I don't know if anybody did, that's not without any of this stuff. It's it just, we wouldn't even need to be on earth if that were the case. We'd all be saints and kind of flying around helping others. So it's like the stacks in our house, the clutter in our home, it all becomes the devil we know, just like the paradigm surrounding things like self-worth or our capabilities. We have certain triggers and we just allow ourselves to be jailed by these things. And we tell ourselves, you know, oh, well, that's just the way it is with me. And you know what? You'd be right. If you took no action, that would just be the way it is. And that was me before cancer. I thought, you know, that's just the way it goes. I did the best I could. And I literally said things like, you made your bed, now you have to lie in it. Like I really thought I was, that was my life sentence that I had to live like that. Being un, in an unhappy marriage, in, in a very uh, mind-numbing job that was just like same stuff, different day. And it's the junk we keep telling ourselves and believe in that, yeah, today we're here to push against those boundaries in the interest of what we truly deserve. We came to play here, folks, on Earth. We didn't come here to suffer and say that's as good as it gets. It's, it's about getting to the point of giving us permission to say, yeah, I deserve to be happy and lead a fulfilling, more authentic life. And just like cleaning out the clutter in a room, yeah, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some work. And that's where staying with someone that can help you connect to what that is that's stopping you. What is stopping you from getting what you really want? Because I can tell you, it's not outside of yourself. So the first step of the four steps I'm sharing today is to take stock of your inner clutter by noticing what you're telling yourself. That's just one place to start. What's your self-talk like? Do you put yourself down or do you build yourself up? That takes work. It takes work to swing that around. The first part is just noticing, like we're talking about. This is an awareness exercise. So what are your expectations surrounding life? I didn't think I deserved very much at some point. I really thought, you know, I had to play small because I, I just didn't feel like I had a right to shine. And so ask yourself that. Do you feel free to shine and be you? Or were you like me, trying to lay low and avoid attack and criticism at home or at work? I thought I just couldn't get noticed or I was going to get slammed. That's how I lived my life. So do you feel good things are going your way? Or do you worry and fear about the future? I used to lay awake at night and worry about things that may not 
ever come true. But I spent a good hour or two <laughs> laying around wishing I could fall asleep. So what I want you to do is to get out a journal and start writing down all this stuff that you're noticing about yourself. I'm comparing it to a home inspection where we're taking a look at our thinking, our expectations, what we're holding on to, what habits we're holding on to. So you're the home inspector of your own life here. You're going to take a look and write it down. You're not going to get it all at once either. So keep something with you. You can even, there's a notes section app on your on most phones. So if you notice, hey, I've been doing that a lot. I got to get rid of that. Whether it's a thought, a feeling, a habit, just, and don't even try to do it right away. Right now, we're just taking uh, an inspection and we're writing down what we found. And in addition to identifying these elements, these certain elements that impede you, ask yourself this, how long have I been living this way? And I'll, I'll say the old dollars to donuts, it's, it's probably been quite a long time. But there's real power in knowing this because then you're going to ask yourself, well, how much longer am I willing to do this? How, how much longer if I don't decide now? Because for me, I believe it would have literally cost me my life if I had not. Let's say I went through my cancer treatment and came back to thinking the same way, doing the same things, playing small so I couldn't be seen. Even in terms of seeing myself, I didn't want to look at myself. So this can be tricky and painful, all right? But this is where we want to shower ourselves with compassion because we don't often know what we're missing but we do know our pain points and our discontent and we can let these lead us um, it's just nothing that goes away we may be able to squelch down I've mentioned this before our longings what we'd really love like I knew I wanted to have more fun in my life I knew I wanted to travel more I knew I wanted a more interesting job but I could push that down. I could push it down with other things and hide behind my internal clutter. Mm. But the discontent, no. Yeah. <laughs> that one kept poking me. Well, you know, it's really interesting that we're talking about this too, because just like clutter, Susan, mm. you know, Susan DiLorenzo is, is, is with us here today and we're talking about declutter. Just like clutter, the idea of pain is also interesting yeah. because, you know, we'll talk about this too when we come back from break. You know, there's pain that can accumulate over a period of time. And, you know, once in a while you have a little joint that may be aching until it gets to the point where you can't move it. And so what we're going to talk about today is how to, one, recognize the beginnings of the pain to do something about it. And then even if you can't, once you have this level of awareness, there is something you can do to reverse and declutter. Let's take a short break. We come back. Uh, we're going to continue the solution with my very special person joining me here today, taking this on Life Design Radio, Susan DiLorenzo, declutter your life and start enjoying it now. Let's take a short break, Betty. We'll be right back. 
Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we, Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter. For more information about Living Lighter, visit www.livinglighter.org. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit TheKarmicPath.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Life Design Radio. I get to do this fabulous show with Susan DiLorenzo. It's about moving from adversity to awesome. And boy, does she know a lot about that. Uh, today, Susan, you're talking about what it means to declutter your life and start enjoying it. Start living it. Before we get back to the the, the four steps that you're sharing, um, how can people find out more about you? How can they find out about the work that you're doing? Thanks, Pat. Yes, the best place to f- introduce yourself to me is on my website, SusanDiLorenzo.com, and that's exactly where you can get to know me. I have a lot of material up there. You'll you'll get to know me through my blogs. There's recordings of these shows. Uh, there's different excerpts. It talks about the work I do with my clients, with doing workshops, with also in public speaking. So 
head on over to SusanDeLorenzo.com, S-U-S-A-N-D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O, or you can reach out to me via email at Susan at SusanDeLorenzo.com. I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Okay, so we talked about step one uh, a little bit. You, you know, now we're setting the stage for how things really start to spiral. What happens when we have events like this that are going on in our life and how we just don't have the tools at this point to prevent them from spilling over everywhere. That's And right. I think that's really part of why we're talking about this because, you know, it becomes, it, it could go from something really subtle to something super major and end up in trauma. That's what we're talking about. And you and I can completely relate to that with our health crises that we've experienced and come out on the other side with having learned so much. And that's why we love to share this stuff with our listeners and other people is that, you know, it is easier to identify what's piling up in our home, our office, in our good three-dimensional world versus this internal investigation that we're talking about. If you are just joining us, I talked about the awareness game we have to play with what's holding us back and really diving deep in that coaching is a big part of working with someone to identify what's holding us back and then installing better tools to get us out of that. So if it were easy, yeah, we'd all be doing it. But it is it even if it's not easy, it's always possible and it's the difference maker in our lives. So my big, big plea for everyone is don't wait any longer for your life to improve on its own because that was my old way and I'll tell you what it doesn't work I would just wish and hope for better but not take any action I was under the impression that life just happens to you and and you just have to do the best you can and it really took cancer followed by that one-two punch I've talked about before of divorce to show me that I do have a choice in how I think and what habits I choose and and those I wish to incorporate after I get rid of the ones I don't want. So it doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. And you'll always be a work in progress. It's it's not about being perfect. It's about like cleaning out, like taking all the rocks out of the garden so you can grow the plant you want to grow and not the weeds. So we learn and we take what we learn and we grow from it. And that's why I love my tagline from adversity to awesome, because it's absolutely possible for everyone, but it takes those steps. So what we're interested in is becoming aware of these installed boundaries so that we can install the tools to push past them and to consciously design a life we'd love to experience rather than this settling we do, that default setting where we're left with the same frustration and all those things we say, I should, I should, and then beat ourselves up because we didn't, we didn't. <laughs> so, you know, about a year out from cancer treatment, I finally saw that I really had a terrible self-image and I felt like at the time I didn't deserve much, so I never went for much. Once I made better choices, I started going out with friends and having fun. I didn't have the greatest marriage, so I found my fun where I could. I started eating healthier food. I got more exercise. And once I was uh, separated, I chose kinder men to go out with. And I began uh, seeing these things happen that um, my life just got a whole lot better. And it had to start with my making these choices, not just the wishing and hoping part never worked. So there was this kind of spillover that happened. 
as I started to take better care of myself, literally to love myself and put value on myself. I wouldn't have, if you had asked me, you know, am I loving myself? I don't know. I would have said that, but I, I was, I was taking better care. I put value on my life and my husband at the time had left and we were clear we weren't reconciling. So I started to refeather what I call my solo nest for me and my son. And I started doing things like purchasing new curtains. I replaced the carpets. I hung different pictures. I got all signs of of my marriage out of there and started putting all the wishful things, including a vision board or two, in my room. So there was a whole new lease on life that I had installed that started showing up in my home in my clothing, in my closet. I started dressing like the woman who was having fun in her life. I I was kind of dowdy before. I had always carried a little extra weight and I just saw myself as, please don't look at me. And now I'm like, ta-da, <laughs> look what my new boots say. What do you think of this skirt, you know? So it's a spillover. It's an inside-out job. The outside stuff, the clutter, that's what we see as a sign of what's going on on the inside. And the good news is it works just the same as we start to improve. The outside is starting to say, hey, I see you. I'm responding to you. So let's talk about step two, uh, getting to the heart of what you would love in place of all this old stuff, just like cleaning out that closet and hanging up the curtains, right? What would you love? What would you love? Because we want to go back to any available feedback about, you know, talking about earlier in the, in the show, paying attention to two very powerful internal signals. We all have longing and discontent. Sometimes we look at other people having a life we would love to have, uh, or just sitting in our desk and, and thinking, how much longer do I have to do this job or, or be in this relationship and be so miserable including with friendships and other relationships. You know, it doesn't, we're not just talking mates here. And we may be able to squelch our longings, but like I said before, discontent just gets louder and it shows up, right? And then we want to suppress it through food, alcohol. I used to watch TV and put food in my mouth, like please don't bother me with my thoughts right now. Social media, anything that helps numb or distract us. Our lives reflect this anyway. And there's no way to avoid it in the long run. And that's where we get into trouble with illness and things coming down, even bankruptcy or divorce. There's so many ways when we aren't really listening that life is going to make sure you get the message like, go lay down and listen to me because now you have no choice. And so next steps is we've talked about identifying in step one the things that aren't serving us. Now, let's have some fun and write out a three-year vision statement. What do I mean by that? What would you love your life to look like three years from now? Not what you think you can get, right? I want you to give yourself full permission to dream here and ask yourself what you would love your life to look like in three years if you were guaranteed a win. Where are you living? What are you doing now? It's three years from now. Who are you hanging out with? Do you love to travel? What things are you doing for fun? 
Notice how you feel as you start writing this too. And take time. Take time to really go there. And notice how you feel. What if that feeling became your new normal? That you could wake up thinking, yeah, I love my life. Because the necessary fallout from this exercise is that you'll see what is completely unlike that dream life you just described. And this can be useful to see where the changes are needed and where the big gaps are between where you are now and what you say you'd really love. Because in order to serve that vision, you're going to need more than just those words in front of you. That's where coaching comes in. This is the point. And if you don't have a dream, all the better reason to work with a life coach like me. Because we help you get clear about the things you want and the things you don't want anymore. You get clarity, you get definition, and here's the greatest part. You start to get the tools you need to do the clearing and take brave action towards your dream. Do you want to keep going, Pat, or what well, do you think? Well, no, what I think is let's take a short break because when we yeah. come back, you know, we, we've got two more steps really that we want to do and then tying it all together. Because in the end, what we're talking about is a very painful situation. It's painful. Mm. And most of us that have been there realize that even if in your physical uh, experience of life, there is clutter, nine times out of ten, it's happening within you. Yeah. And the difference between the outside and the inside is that somebody can come in and help you declutter your house. But when it comes to the inside job, you have to have somebody who is safe and can help us understand that we haven't done anything wrong, that right. there's a process and you're outlining it today that says relief is on the way. So when we come back, we're going to talk about those and we're going to get to this place of understanding that look, how painful is it? And don't wait till you pass the threshold mm. of pain where it becomes insurmountable. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's accelerated program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. If you have a sense that you were meant for more, Join Heather Allison every third Tuesday at noon Pacific as she explores an ancient, forgotten energy within us and helps us access our original archetypal blueprint. The Golden Path will help you remember the key to unlocking your life, love, success, and magic you were meant for. A key to unlocking your golden path. Visit heather-allison.com. 
Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Darcy Pariso is your connection to spirit, energy, and healing. You can meet Darcy in person at upcoming events throughout Seattle. Do you have questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit DarcyPariso.com events. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Life Design Radio, Susan DiLorenzo. Look, uh, we're talking about a lot here today, but I want to make sure you know that, you know, Susan is a woman that she and I joke about this, or we kind of joke about it, we talk about it a little bit, you know, as we meet off air. One of the things that has happened to both of us, well, two of the things is both of us were chronically ill. And even at our worst, being chronically ill, we were still able to move forward with the platform in life. But even at our worst, being chronically ill, both of us went through relationship breakups yeah. because it takes a, 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 a warrior to stay with people that are chronically ill. As a matter of fact, the divorce rate of mm. people that are chronically ill is above the average. So when Susan says, I'm here to talk to you about getting from adversity to awesome, and we're talking about something like this, you're not speaking to somebody that comes from some textbook reading. It's not right? a theory. <laughs> it's not a theory. And as a result of this experience, you have been able to create a life that went from adversity to awesome. And that's what you help people with. Decluttering is one aspect of the work you do. And that's why it's important, right? That's right. And that's why we're talking about decluttering today. And if you're just joining us so far, we've talked about steps one and two, and I'll just do a brief recap and saying that step one is taking a look at your life and the habits, the, the self-talk you're doing, what's no longer serving you and taking a real tour of that and writing it down, just like you would in your house. You want to get rid of things. You got to take an assessment of your own thoughts and processes in your mind. And step two is to ask yourself, well, what life would I love to live? What would I love my life to look like? And you take the time to write a vision, a, a vision of what your life, if you were guaranteed to win, and it's three years from now, what would that life look like? So that's step one and two. So here we are. We've identified negative beliefs, habits, our views and expectations that are holding us back, and we're calling that step one. And and now we've imagined and written down a vision for the life we would love in detail. And that's step two. And it is absolutely fine to do these in either order. 
uh, you can do what you, you know, what the life you would love and then see how far off the map you are on that and say, wow, I got to get rid of this or uh, whichever way serves you. It's, but here's the game changer here. It's fine to do these things, but without making a decision, you have to decide without the commitment to make these necessary changes and stay consistent, then you're just back in the land of imagination. <laughs> and and think about it, folks, you know? Well, actually, you know where you're back at? Back at square one. You know that joke? <laughs> you know the joke, Pete and repeat were sitting on the fence? You know oh. that there's that joke, right? Yes. And the answer is always repeat. And so then Pete repeats it. Oh, this geez. is really the syndrome we're caught in. Yes. And it's yes. not anybody's fault. It's just that unless folks listening are like you or me and we've been there, right? You can't recognize it. And I think today's show, what you're asking folks is, look, if you want to change this pattern and not be Pete and repeat sitting on the fence, Benny, I don't even remember the joke. But if you don't want to be that, what you're sharing here today, Susan, is a way out. It's a way out. And I don't know anyone in the years that I've been coaching. And I got to tell you, I've been coaching decades, just like you. Mm. I don't know that I've ever come across anybody that's either hired me or not hired me that said to me, Pat, I really don't want the end to my pain. I don't know anybody. And so what you're doing today is you're saying, look, this may be a first step, but Mm -hmm. there is an end to your pain. We can help you, right? That's right. But not without your decision, right? Not without making the phone call, the email. Do you know what I'm, if you are just wishing like I was. Or call into the show. This is an open calling show. 1-800-930-2819. But the thing that I think you said earlier, and I want to say it again, Mm. guilt and shame is not part of this show today. Even though you and I have been subjected to that, right? Even at our most vulnerable places in our life, this is not what we're saying to people, right? That's right. right. Oh, no. No, this is a power play. This is a power play. And so just consider, haven't you asked yourself at some point or told yourself, you know, I should lose weight or exercise or I should save money or pay off my debt? It never happens that way. It's only with the decision and the actions we take that we get to move forward, right? I should eat better. I was saying that all the time before cancer, but it took something so scary to get me really interested in, oh, what would that look like if I did eat better, right? And, you know, I think I mentioned this, Pat, in a previous show that I had a long-time sugar addiction that resulted in the same weight coming on often on my body and it was just part of this pattern i was entertaining right this this is my internal clutter uh i was either on a diet or i was binging and during the dieting i would feel hopeful and proud of my progress and then during the overeating and binging i would feel like a failure who was just doomed to be on this hamster wheel forever and so this went on for years years Uh, and then even after my cancer treatment another year or two and I knew how bad sugar was for cancer and I wanted this monkey off my back for good but I couldn't do it myself and 
it was, the good news was I found a great program, a great person. And I made the commitment to sign on and do this entire 12 week program. And, you know, it's been more than 12 years now. And I haven't looked back since I haven't binged since then. And I had to make a decision. It wasn't going to happen with that should. I tried 30 years to stop this, this cycle. And finally, I had to decide to go all in and to, and to, to commit to doing this program. And that's what it is to decide. It's declaring, I'm done with this. It's not working for me anymore. And you know what? This is who I really am. I want to live free. And, you know, my most recent blog on my website, I invite everyone to go over to SusanDiLorenzo.com, was in celebration of signing the signing of the Declaration of Independence and using this magnificent event to write our own personal Declaration of Independence. And in it, we write what we're done with. This is no longer, you know, think about the, the founding fathers writing about, you know, things are tough here with Great Britain, and this is what we're done with. You guys can't do this to us anymore. So we're saying we're done with that. And then we talked about what we hold dear, right? Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Well, what that's our vision, right? So check out that. Um, that's a fun exercise. I invite you all to do that one. That's a really fun one. Um, so in order to hold fast to your decision, You'll need to connect with your declaration or your vision daily. Keep it in front of you daily, whatever you've written there. So, uh, and the good news is here, you can go back and listen to this recording. You don't have to get it all in now. Go back, take your time and go through these steps, especially the part where you're cleaning out what no longer serves you internally and habits and self-beliefs and then writing a full vision of what you'd really love. And it's going to be easy to just let yourself off the hook. There are a lot of paradigms that want to keep us right where we are in this comfort zone. And I just say, don't do it. Just keep coming back to this no matter how many times. And if you can't do it like me, just get a coach. Get me. Reach out to me. There's no cost to find out what it would be like to work together. And it's a lot better than being forever stuck in this internal clutter, these cycles that we just, the do loop. And there's always something you can do to rid yourself of negative habits, beliefs, and mindsets, as well as serve your vision. And what I want to add to this is, once you have a full vision written, cut it down to like a travel size version that you can just keep in a wallet or a back pocket or at anywhere in a drawer near you and you pull it out each time you think you're weakening and, and say, this is my why. Now, what did I say I was going to serve here? Uh, let's see. It's about quarter of, okay, if we skip the break and we just keep going. Yeah, I, I think that's the role we're on. Let's just roll it. All right. Let's go to step four then. Step four. All right. We've, we've cleaned out, we've identified what no longer can come with us. Not everything comes with us when we make changes in our lives. Our new life requires a new version of us. You know, when Michelangelo was carving the statue of David, he said he had to cut away everything that wasn't David. And that's what we're doing with our life here. It's it's about serving our vision by getting out uh, a plan laid out for us, action steps, getting out the calendar. You want to travel more? 
Start researching trips and locations. You want to change careers and get a few ideas? Maybe you already have some. Start reaching out. Reach out to others who are doing what you'd love to do. I call this feng shui for your life. And uh, forgive me if I haven't pronounced that right. Uh, feng shui. <laughs> You've decided. It depends on where you're born. I'm from New York. Okay, good. We'll, we'll <laughs> use my, whatever version I've got going. You got it. Uh, You've decided here, folks, hopefully, and if not, I'm, I'm working on it still with you to get you to decide and accept that things don't change without you in the center of this picture. You are the master builder. And guess what? You're the cleanup crew, too. It's a double job. It's the cleaning out and it's the installing. So carve out your time. Make your time. And you don't need a lot of it. Carve out time to research make phone calls, network with other people, and keep working on that vision. Because just like you do with, you know, we've talked about this before, planning a vacation, what do most folks do? They get the brochures, they go online, they check out the time. Oh, what do I want to do? I want to go on this tour. I went to London and I bought a whole tour package of touring Windsor Castle and Stonehenge. We do that all the time, but we don't do it very often in our own lives. And that's at our own um, you know, our own loss. So get that time scheduled in there. Just like we talked about in last month's show, it's all about self-care. And self-care has to be a part of this too. So if the time you've scheduled falls off, which happens to the best of us, life happens, you get that item back in front of you. And be compassionate with yourself. But as I said, don't let yourself off the hook. Put it on there with encouragement. Put that vision back in front of you. And, you know, yeah, things come up, but not all the time. If you find that you're, you're getting rid of this all the time, you've got this major paradigm happening that wants to keep you in the safety zone. And you have to just call it for what it is. It's your dream buster. It's, it's your goal killer. <laughs> so you'd be surprised how little time you need. Think about what you can do in five minutes. You can knock out a phone call in five minutes uh, look up something quickly in five minutes, send a quick email. It's kind of like that thing I was talking about earlier in the program in our rooms, how we move one item per day out of the room that we're trying to clear. And little by little with consistency, you, it gets you places. So write to encourage yourself. One of the exercises we do in my workshops and, and often do with my clients is I have them write a letter from their future self to themselves, thanking them for deciding to take action and never quitting, no matter how hard things get. And then they write about how wonderful their life is and it wouldn't have happened had you not said yes. And you'll find after serving something you love, even if it scares you, and believe me, if it's something you love, it's going to scare you. <laughs> We're not playing small anymore here. So that here you are, you're actually, you've taken the step. Let's say you made that phone call and somebody said, yeah, I'd be happy to help you. Come on down. We'll talk about what I do. You're actually so energized and proud of yourself that you want to actually take even more steps. And this could be your new normal. It is for me. I used to let things scare me all the time, including being on the radio. <laughs> and when I first hung up the phone with Dr. Pat, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And then I was like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> so just see what, what you can do in the time you have. Because listen, not everything 
can come with you when you're clearing. So some things stay and think about it in terms of a room. Some things stay, but are arranged in a way that best serve while the other things are tossed or given away. So a big part of the decision is letting go of habits that just eat up time, right? I have a dark, dirty, dark secret <laughs> to share with you that I know you can relate to. And that's that when I don't feel like doing something that I know is mine to do, like serving an idea that I know is going to launch me forward, I can get stuck on Facebook or TV or eating when I'm not hungry. I'll even clean <laughs> before having to do something that I know is going to really serve my work. And it still happens, but I catch it right away. I recognize these impulses. And um, I'm, I'm just so much better at this. And so you'll be amazed at how much time is available to you when these little gremlins that we use um, are called out and managed. And so please notice that in yourselves and note them. Note that too. This is how I hold myself up. And self-care, like I said, has got to be in there too because that's going to feed your drive and your energy. So if you care for yourself, you have an even greater chance of caring for your dream too. So here we go. By cleaning out what no longer serves or what can exist as a part of your vision, right? We want to take a look at that all the way down the line and keep noticing. We can't play on in a numb place or in a mindless place. You become more in line with your authentic self. And fear is always going to be a player. I wish I could give you better news, but that's just always going to be there. But you get to decide how much and push through it and keep going. And then you notice it is a paper dragon. And you'll see who you become, like I've said this earlier in the show, who you become in the process of taking brave action, of clearing out the clutter inside there that's just been keeping you stuck most likely for years. Who you become in the process is even more beautiful than some of the things you achieve because it just allows you to keep uh, experiencing more. And the other beautiful side benefit is giving more in being an example to your loved ones of what's really possible. You become an inspiration to others. And that's what I, I want to um, encourage you most of all is that the process is worth it because you become more authentically you, that yeah. beautiful you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. Let's talk about what the end game is here for people, yes. because unless we face this and it's I got to tell you, Susan, this is one of the hardest things that I think I faced and I've, I faced it at both the body, mind and spirit level. Right. Yeah. But there is a way right for people to move. And thank you for today's show. Thank you. I would just love to close with the acknowledgement that we each have this amazing mind that houses so many abilities and yes, these operating systems. And when we go within and we really evaluate our beliefs, our habits, our self-esteem, 
and yes, our longings and discontent, we have the opportunity to clear out all this negative stuff and reset our lives. It takes calm, it takes compassion and real honesty and a faith in something greater than ourselves that's there to guide us from within and support us as we take each step, we're met with support. You know, as the marvelous Les Brown says, there is greatness yeah. in you. There is greatness I, in Les, you. Les I is my him. buddy. I, you I know, now that you him. mentioned Les, I'm going to get him on the show, right? Oh, God, I would love that. Yes. But go so, ahead. Talk so about here the greatness. Yes. All or less, there is greatness in you. And the kicker for most of us is that we hide our greatness behind, behind all kinds of junk that was installed over many years. And that greatness is the divine spark, that divine spark in each one of us. So just like in our living and working spaces, we've been hiding. We've been hiding and, and kind of covering ourselves and playing small. So join me in pursuing a great life on your terms. Not what others tell you you're supposed to do or want. You and I only get to do this once. Even if you believe, as I do, that the soul lives many lives, right? I only get to be Susan DiLorenzo this one time. And you only get to be you as this person one time. And so we came to play. We came to learn grow and express but we can't if we keep ourselves in this same internal clutter so decide decide and begin right now we don't put it off till tomorrow you know that's old thing tomorrow never comes do it decide and begin and you will amaze yourself and if you need me reach out to me at susan at susandilorenzo.com or through the website SusanDiLorenzo.com and thank you Dr. Pat for everything it's been such a blessing I just love working with you part of part of this too is this is where the work begins for people yes. um, there's a reason I have five coaches uh, part of the reason is I went through exactly the pain that you're talking about I never thought I would recover and had I gone through this and not had been doing the show, this is our 15th year with the Dr. Patro. Next year is 10 years with Transformation Talk Radio. Beautiful. Had I not been doing this, I don't know that I survived. But our listeners lifted us up every day. The topics, I changed the direction of the show because I didn't know how to get help. Mm. And this for me right now as the United States of America has been deemed one of the most anxious ridden state uh, countries in the world, this is a time. And so thank you, Susan, for first of all, sharing a very vulnerable story, your life and helping others. Thank My you so much. Pleasure. Susan DiLorenzo, everybody. Thanks started. everyone, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Life Design Radio. From adversity to awesome, with me, Susan DiLorenzo. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com as I join with Dr. Pat and offer up the best tools for pulling the gems from adversity and designing a life you would really love. No matter where you are in your adversity story, the topics on Life Design Radio are here to inspire, reassure, enlighten, and motivate you. For more information on Life Design Coaching with me or to listen to this show again, Visit SusanDiLorenzo.com.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.